This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Hi, I'm Karen Hillen. Welcome to the My HR Partner podcast. We talk about all things HR from recruitment to ending employment. If you'd like support with your HR, check out our website, www.myhrp.com.au. Hello and welcome to another episode of the My HR Partner Podcast. My name is Adam Bell and I'm your host and once again joining me in the studio is Karen Hillen. Welcome Karen. Thanks, how are you going? Really well. Got a very interesting topic to talk about today. Let's talk misconduct or more in particular gross misconduct or sometimes called serious misconduct. Let me start by asking, is there a difference between gross misconduct and serious misconduct? They're really the same sort of thing. It really is just the sort of language that people use, but gross misconduct, serious misconduct is pretty much the same thing. Okay. Now, when you hear those terms, I think most business people or or business owners, the the first thought that tends to come to mind is instant dismissal. So a very important thing to understand, can you give me a definition or what constitutes gross misconduct? Yeah, probably not a definition, but more of an explanation. Sure. Some examples as well. So first of all, I want to say when people are talking about serious misconduct, gross misconduct, instant dismissal, they're usually pretty fired up. Um, they're a, lot usually of it, a lot of emotion involved. A l- lot of emotion. Um, they're usually you know, angry, disappointed, you know, a whole range of emotions. So people tend to react without thinking it through um, and and getting advice. So, um, you know, the whole instant dismissal, instant dismissal can be quite hard to defend if somebody goes to fair work. So it's always really good to take a step back get some advice, have a chat and work out what the best um, way forward is. So uh, one example of gross or serious misconduct would be theft. Somebody's stolen from you, you've caught them red-handed, there's no question that it's happened. You're probably pretty safe to instantly dismiss them. But what I usually suggest is that you bring them in for a meeting, put the claims to them and give them a chance to respond. Now, a lot of the time, you know, if people have been caught red-handed, they might admit it. They may also try and get out of it and blame someone else or, you know, come up with a story that um, is probably unbelievable. But I think if you've if you've done that process, you can show that you've given the person to a chance to explain or defend themselves or respond to the claims. Then if you go down the path of saying, well, we're dismissing you, um, it's it's also called summary dismissal, um, which means you don't have to give the person notice. You just basically sack them on the spot. They get paid their annual leave, but, but they don't get notice. Um, it's probably a bit easier to defend if you need to go to fair work if somebody puts in a fair work claim and say they've been unfairly dismissed. Sure. Look, I think this is a minefield, this this really is. well, And we will touch on why you should have someone like you in their corner to be able to get advice on anything like this because how does an employer know 
what does constitute gross misconduct or not. There isn't a list of things that are that are put in the handbook or anything like that. So how does one yeah. know whether it is or isn't? There is some there is some guidance on fair, on the Fair Work website, for instance, um, the the HR policy handbooks that I do um, gives guidance in relation to um, what what would be considered serious or gross misconduct, and you know what the process might be for um, for dismissing somebody. Um, the common sort of things would be, like I said, theft, um, sexual harassment, assault. Um, Things that are that are really serious, and also things that would probably be a criminal offence as well. So, um, you still need to be able to prove them, though. So, use the law as a as a guideline. Yeah, of what is and isn't. Yeah, and and I suppose even if something isn't against law, the law, and it's um and it's something so serious that it warrants um sur- summary dismissal, it's still good to have that process to um don't do anything in the spur of the moment, um, while it's heated and while you're really angry. I get people want to do that. But what process should should they undertake when dealing with an incident of what they believe could be yeah. gross misconduct? You say step back for a minute. What what do they do from there? They're angry, they're they're upset, they yep. they want to take immediate action. What should they do? I think the first thing they should do is get some advice um, just so they're not doing the wrong thing. And like I said, I know it can be really difficult because emotions are high, you're angry, you're, you know, you just want them out of your business. Um, you know, it's betrayal. Um, I, I see a lot of the cases where, you know, things go really bad and it's a a really well looked after employee or a friend or, or someone. So that makes it even harder. But get some advice first of all, because doing something in the spur of the moment could land you in trouble um, with fair work. Um, it might be totally warranted, but if you haven't followed um, a, what would be called a fair process um, and you instantly dismiss somebody for what you think might be serious misconduct and it turns out it's not really, then you might have to pay um, two, four, six, you don't know how many weeks um, pay if, yep. if somebody goes It's scary that you, you know, you believe your employee's done something to wrong you, whatever it might be, that but if you take the wrong steps, you end up paying for it. Unfortunately, that can happen. So that's why it's really good to, to get some advice and just make sure that you are doing the, the, the right thing. Like I said, you know, if, if you find somebody and you catch them in the act of stealing money out of your till or something, you know, it's pretty easy to prove that that happened. You've got, you've witnessed it yourself or someone else has. So that'd be pretty easy to defend to say that, you know, it was instant dismissal. Sometimes there are circumstances that you don't know about. And on first look at something, um, the reaction will be to jump to a conclusion. And if you take the time to set a meeting with that person, put the claims to them and, and give them the chance to respond, it can be a better process because sometimes things will come out that you didn't know about. And I'm, I'm saying that might only be a small percentage of times, but you might find out other things that you didn't know. Didn't know. Yeah. This is a great opportunity for you to tell all of our listeners about your on-demand uh, 
advice service because yep. I know with bigger, larger HR firms, they you're paying large subscription fees over a number of years in a lot of cases. Yep. That's not how you work. This is a really cost-effective solution for small businesses. Tell me how it works. Yeah, so I, I do have some clients that pay me a monthly fee and you know they're, they're on a subscription, membership, whatever you want to call it, and they know they can just pick up the phone whenever they need to. So if something like this happened, um, they would just pick up the phone and call me immediately. Um, they pay for that service. Yep. But there are a lot of small businesses out there that don't need that service. They don't need to be paying a monthly fee. Um, They don't need to be locked into any sort of contracts. But they still need the ability to talk to somebody. So I have when an issue arises. Yeah, yeah, and I have a lot of people that um, that do this. So they know that they can book in to speak to me. They book into my calendar for either a fifteen minute or a thirty minute HR consultation. They pay when they book into the calendar, and um, they also write what they want to talk about in the the appointment. So so you can be prepared. We can get right into it. Get get a solution. Yeah. So I can I can read. Um, what the issue is. Sometimes people will even send, send, uh, send me an email beforehand. So I can read through that as well. If there's a bit more information, then we can get straight into it. And this can be anyone. This doesn't have to be someone you've dealt with before. It can just it can be anybody. Yeah. If if um, if you've got a HR issue and you don't know where to go, um, you can come to my website and you can find those 15 minute and 30 minute calls. So you can book into those. Um, and you might never need to speak to me again. Or, you know, I've got some people who I speak to maybe two or three times a year because they know they can book into those calls when they've got a problem to talk through the issue. A lot of the time it's not serious or gross misconduct. It's just a performance issue or they don't know how to handle something. Um, but if you've got something where um, your first reaction is, I'm going to sack this person on the spot, being able to book into a call like that can save you a lot of time and, and energy and grief. Um, usually when you book into my calendar, you're not going to get in there instantly. So that could be a problem. But it's usually, you know, if you if you wanted to book into um, a call in the morning, you'd probably find something in the afternoon, but definitely the next day. So it is a little delayed. Um, you're not going to be able to get um, a call, you know, instantly. instantly. But that'll probably give you a little bit of time to, to, oh, look, to calm down as well. What an option for a business to, to have, to have that on demand, let's let's say within sort of 24 to 36 hours yep. um, and only have to pay for that 15 minutes that you, you get and not have to be have an ongoing uh, cost yep. to have an on-demand service. I mean, yeah. I think that's fabulous for small to medium businesses. And like you said, for the, for the larger ones, who may have a lot more need for a lot more contact with you and a lot more advice that is available that yep. would be cost effective for for them. And a good point you made there too, it's not just about something as serious as, yep. you know, misconduct, but anything. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Pay rates. Um, I'm you about know. to give my first employee a mobile phone. What do I do? What do, I do? Yep, absolutely. Anything HR related. And he, you go here, here's the policy you put into their handbook, get them to sign a new handbook. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. I suppose just going on um, the point of, you know, being able to book into the calendar, I can't always guarantee it, but I've got some people who, if they if they do have something urgent, they'll go to the calendar. They might not be able to book in until tomorrow afternoon or the next day. They'll email me or send me a message and say, I know you don't have anything in your calendar, 
but do you have something available today? A lot of the times I can accommodate that. I can't guarantee it, um, but I, I probably 90% of the time I can actually accommodate something like that. So then that does help with somebody who is dealing with something that is serious and they need advice pretty quickly. Sure. So I can usually accommodate that. I just can't guarantee it. Sure. So getting back to misconduct, I gather having well-written policies and procedures, we've done another episode on a, on a handbook, having those in place go hand in hand with being able to mitigate any kind of misconduct issue that, that arises. Yeah, having those policies and procedures in place, Vital. people know what to expect. So if somebody does the wrong thing, they've read the policies, they know what the consequences are going to be, so it won't be a surprise. Um, so, you know, there, there could be something in there about, um, you know, somebody might get suspended um, while the investigation takes place. Um in that situation, you have to suspend somebody with pay. It can't be without pay. But um, if that's in your policy, people will know that that's going to be the procedure. So it is important that people understand what, what your policy is. There won't be any surprises if they get called in for a meeting to explain themselves. So, um, so yeah, policies and guidance is really important in, in this and a lot of other HR cases. So people... Like I said, they're not surprised when they've done something very, very serious. They know what the consequences are going to be. Sure. Do you have any clients who have a need and is this something you offer to be able to get involved in, say, an investigation around misconduct? Do, do you Are you able to go into businesses yep. and help them with the actual process other than just advice on the phone? Yeah, I, I can conduct um, investigations for clients. Um, it's not something I do a lot of, um, but I definitely do them. I've, I've got experience in doing that. So that is definitely something I can help with. Because that would be very important to get that part of the process right. Again, if you are investigating theft if, and you don't have all of the the evidence that you need, yep. getting yep. you doing it the right way uh, and with sensitivity – um, yeah, and and look, sometimes um, it, it you know depending on the circumstances and how serious things are, sometimes it's it's important to get an employment lawyer involved really early on. So they're the sorts of things that that, that I would advise a client as well if that's needed. So it's it's about getting the right advice and, and getting the right support and help, which sometimes might not be me. It might be an employment lawyer straight away, but um, it can help you with the process and save you a lot of grief in the long run. And what's great about coming to you, even if that's the case, is hang on, we need a lawyer here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know my limitations and I'm not going to fumble through something if I think straight away it needs an employment lawyer or if it's something completely different, it might be a business lawyer or it might be somebody else that's needed. So um, having those contacts and 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 not trying to, to say I can do something if I know that it's better handled by someone else. This whole episode has just reaffirmed to me, Karen, just how important it is to have someone on your side in the area of, of, of HR for these small to medium-sized businesses who, you know, we think about large businesses, they have a whole department yep. to look after all of this. Um, and people who are trained, who know what they're doing and, and all of that. But small businesses don't have the size or the, or the funds to be able to do that. But you're all of that at the end of a, you know, at the end of a phone line. Yeah, that's a great comparison and I quite often say to people when I'm explaining what I do, in a big business, 
you'll have a HR manager or possibly even a HR department. I do the same thing on an outsourced basis and whether that's an ad hoc basis like we've spoken about with the calls or whether that's an ongoing um, basis for for my regular clients, um, they can get the advice, they can find out, you know, they might think um, something that's happened serious misconduct but I might be able to explain to them that it's not actually and this is the process that you have to follow it's devastating, um, it's betrayal, you know, it's, it's upsetting that, that a, an employee's done something that, um, that is really bad. But being able to explain, you know, the serious and, and gross misconduct things are usually, like I said earlier, things like theft, assault, sexual harassment, um, serious um, safety breaches. Um, so sometimes people will say, oh, you know, um, somebody's in breach of their contract because they lied about something it's probably not going to cut it if it goes to an unfair dismissal case um, to be qualified as serious misconduct in some cases. So it's good to get the advice so you can be calmed down um, and and have a chat about it's probably not serious misconduct, but it's definitely an issue that needs to be addressed. This is how we're going to deal with it. And take it the other way. You, de- you determine that it is. You can then help and advise on ha- what to next do. steps to take, even if that is dismissal, instant dismissal, yep. whatever it might be. Because there's another minefield that I'm sure we'll do another whole uh, episode on, but um, making sure you do that in the correct way and say the right things to avoid any unfair dismissal claims yep. against you. Because that, that's probably every employer's worst nightmare. Yeah, and it's stressful, you know. Not something you, you want. You don't want to have to even get the application in, the, you know, by email from Fair Work, let alone have to deal with the rest of the process. So you can mitigate some of those some of those things sometimes by having those great processes in place and knowing what to do. Sometimes people will go to Fair Work anyway, even if you've done the right thing, you've followed a correct process. Um you know, people have the right to do that, but um, knowing what the process is and getting help along the way will hopefully make things less stressful and lessen the chance that you'll end up in fair work. Absolutely. Look, the key message from this episode of this podcast is definitely the value that you provide in terms of the the advice um, and being able to just pick up the phone, book book a time, and yep. and pay for fifteen minutes to get the answer that you you want. If you don't don't need handbooks, you don't need contracts. I think just knowing you're there and knowing having your website yep. ready to go for anything like that is an essential for for any small business. Now, what is your website? Where can they go to to book a time if they need to talk to you? Yep. So the web's website is www.myhrp.com.au. And exactly what you said, you know, quite often I get people will book into a 15 minute call. They don't have policies. They don't have contracts. They don't want them. Um, that's okay. They can still get the advice when they need it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great way to get quick advice that's, um, that's not going to cost you a fortune. Perfect. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you.